I have a client right now. Literally, we closed yesterday, signed the contract. And she was like so mad. She said, this call, this meeting, the Zoom meeting, it just pisses me off. I'm just so frustrated, right? But I'm, but I'm glad. Like this other guy said, it's going to take time. And you're telling me for a whole year, I spent all this money and it did nothing for me. This is Digital Marketing. Hey, it's Mark DeGrasse here, and I've got a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your site? Seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully retarget your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? It might sound too good to be true, but our new sponsors at getemails.com can do just that. They've created a system that's compliant with U.S. laws and regulations, and every email address they send you is opted in to receive emails. So that means that you can connect your anonymous website visitors to real people and safely retarget them through email with real-time, fully compliant interactions. It might sound too good to be true, but trust me, it works. The CEO, Adam Robinson, is brilliant. And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for digital marketer listeners. If you go through their easy 30-minute onboarding process and haven't 5X your investment within the first six months, they'll give you all of your money back. To take advantage of the offer, go to getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. That's getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. Hey everyone, this is Mark DeGrasse, the president of Digital Marketer, and this is the podcast that keeps you up to date on everything you need to know when it comes to digital marketing, from the platforms you need to be focused on to the cutting-edge tactics and tools that are working today. Today, our guest is Daniel Molina, the owner of Red Palm Studios, who manages millions per year in marketing spend and specifically niches on localized advertising. So welcome, Daniel. Hey, how's it going, brother? It's going great. Things are moving. How about you? Like you said, things are moving. A lot of moving pieces in the world of marketing. You've always got something new or something um, different that you're looking at to see if it works. And so, yeah, it's always testing the market, trying to figure it out. Well, it's great having you on because I think that the the localized advertising component is always uh, a debate and it's a hot competitive area for agencies because anybody could walk into you know Joe's auto shop and and pitch services for that. So I thought today we could talk about kind of your strategy for you know the localized advertising and how you've kind of positioned your agency to compete in the market. Yeah, it's hard. You know, localized SEO or localized marketing is very, very hard. You got all these components, right? You got SEO, you got PPC, you got Facebook ads, you got all these things that you can use, radio, TV. And so how do you know, how do you know what to do if you're a brand new company and you got very small capital to try to take a dent into that market? Or if you have a lot of capital, you want to go gangbusters and they just go after all. And we've we've had both sides of the aisle. Um, but one thing that I know for sure is a lot of times people, men, they, they start trying to do SEO and they give up on it too early. And so they spend all their money on ads. And so they're just doing PPC ads. Well, if you think about PPC in a local market, most people, I mean, the stuff that I've seen, this like less than 5% click on the actual PPC ads. Um, and so you're missing 90%, 95% of the opportunity, whether it's, um, you know, organic three pack. Uh, which is the map section of, of the organic listing, or is it the listing underneath it? Not every single time a keyword will show three pack, but in home service contracting, restaurants, you know, auto repair shops, you know, lawyers, three pack does show up. And so they kind of give up because it takes too long. And they don't want to spend the money and the time it takes to get on there. And so, yeah, so, you know, they try to cut corners and, and say, you know what, I'm just going to, you know, hire a PPC company and do ads and, and then radio and TV. And then you're just not going to get there. So it's very, very different when it comes to localized 
marketing. You know, it's a different vehicle, it's a different way versus national. Mm. I, I love that. Well, and I think for I think it's a huge opportunity because you don't have to spend all the money of like I don't really know where my customers are located or my customers are located everywhere. You know, like here in Texas, I'm uh, next to a small town called Dripping Springs outside of Austin, and it's like five. Well, it says five thousand people. It's probably ten or fifteen thousand, but I know where they are. And now I could just spend money on that group. Now, I think the trick that, that you kind of mentioned before we got on was that it can't just be an ad because where's that ad go? Do, do you actually work with the individual companies to create the landing page and all that? Yeah, so we create the, yeah, for sure, 100%. We create the website, you know, start from schedule, full marketing agency. So, you know, we do video, we do the, the website, we do everything, right? And so what's important is, number one, is having a great website, a good optimized website. And a lot of people said, man, well, you know, here's this pretty looking website. And, and long as a day where a pretty looking website is going to get you a lead, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, stock photography, you know, cool B-roll shots of just random people smiling, like in the local niche, that does not work. People can just find out, oh, this is a big mega company. They're going to charge me so much money. Mm. Or, you know, this is, it's a different space, right? So you got to treat it differently, right? Uh, most people, most customers, when they're looking for a home service contractor, specifically, not restaurants or lawyers, is are you affordable, are you competent, are you trustworthy? And you got to answer that question in five seconds or less. For now, nowadays, it's like three seconds, right? It was TikTok era, right? It's like three seconds, are you affordable, oh, are you competent, <laughs> and are you trustworthy, right? And so, Having a pretty website, and, and, and I love going to your um, you know traffic conversion conference uh, several weeks ago because what I heard is people ask to get married too soon, right? There's not enough value, right? And so that's exactly, hey, we're a plumber, so we can help you with your plumbing needs. I said, like, obviously they know you're a plumber. Obviously they know you're a heating and air company. Obviously they know that you're a lawyer or a doctor. So don't tell them that. They found you on Google. They landed on your site. So tell them why they should pick you. What's your mm. story? What's going to set you apart? You know, and so what I, I coach my, 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 my team when they design is we have to design and we have to answer this question. So there's accolades like Google My Business, you know, reviews. You can do BBB, which is accreditations, you know, any awards, best plumber or best, best mm. lawyer. Like you put those accolades there because then in the head you say, oh, they're trustworthy. So that many trustworthy. Then you got, you know, a friendly face, a person, you know, in front of the, the, you know, like this smiling, the whole team, then you see uniform technicians or the lawyers or the doctors, like this is what you're going to see. This is what you're going to experience, right? When you come right there on the front page, right? And so now, okay, you see trustworthy, you look professional, you know, are you competent, right? You know, that's the professional thing, right? And now you're affordable, you know, depending on the market, you know, giving a discount, a coupon, if that's, if that applies in your industry, uh, but show value, like uh, affordability is important. And maybe sometimes, you know, people don't want the cheapest thing because, you know, whatever service you have, I don't want the cheapest lawyer. I want the lawyer that's going to work and it's going to help me, right? I want a doctor that's going to do a good job on my teeth or mm-hmm. whatever, right? And so sometimes it's cheap or, inexpensive or coupon is work, but you have to share that value in three seconds. <laughs> and no, so anyway, so yeah. That's huge. Well, I think I like how you said that because I, I think a lot of times, because I actually did brand and, and website development and you, I know what a, a good website is just from performance wise, but the business owner a lot of times just doesn't care because they're like, no, I want to look like a big guy and I want all the flashy components. I want all the stuff. And they they remove the personality or their personality from the delivery. And, and I've actually noticed it just when I'm trying to find a vendor locally where I'm like, ah, this is a lot of stock photography, or it's even professional photography. I'm like, this person's going to be expensive. I don't, I'm going to go with Joe Schmo, who obviously took like a selfie with his cell phone. And that's what he posted. (laughs) 
of like a toilet, like I fixed the toilet and you're like, ah, Joe cares about his work. I like that better. So I'm going to go with Joe. Uh, so I, I, I love that approach versus just the, you know, deliver what the, the client expects, which is the polished, you know, super pro, whatever, and instead going with like, okay, how do you show the value to real people? which I, I think is awesome. Now for the, the ads themselves, do you focus on offers most of the time or is there a mix between like offers and services? Yeah, there's offers and services, right? The, the ad copy just depends, you know, best, you know, plumber of Dallas, Fort Worth, the best plumber of Austin or wherever, you know, you're at or New York or whatever, you know, there's obviously, it's kind of A-B testing, right? You kind of figure out which ad's going to perform the best, which one gets the most, um, you know, conversion and clicks. And then you kind of just, keep tweaking, right? You keep tweaking mm. as you go. And so there's not one set, you know, there's certain zip codes, this ad works better than this zip, uh-huh. zip code, right? Even, you know, in the city, you got people probably more um, technologically savvy, you know, they're, we're out in the rural areas, you know, you got to talk to them like, you know, we're still on horse and buggy, right? I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> you know, but so it's like, you know, it just depends on what market. So it's not, it's cookie cutter, but specifically ads for me, it's easy. PPC, it's easy. We do really well at that with our clients. Um, again, we manage over millions of dollars a year, um, you know, in ad spend. But where, where, where it's tricky, where the art form is SEO, right? SEO is hard, right? And a lot of people, that's a, that's like a cuss word to them or most SEO companies, <laughs> the black eye because, oh, you're just telling me what my last SEO, give it time, give it time, right? And, and, and if you go to my website, I try to talk to that person. Like, I know... You've heard this before. I know, right? And so I think the key, and I, don't, I want people to leave this, this podcast with information. The key with, with localized SEO is when you blog, right? When you blog, you got to make sure you're blogging a thousand words or more. If you're blogging 300 words or 500 words, that's just not enough for Google to even consider you even um, authority, right? Google wants to see, are you the authority in the space that you're trying to compete? Whether you're a plumber, a doctor, a physician, a dentist, um, you know, whatever restaurant, if you want to show up for the best restaurant, best burger place, like, are you the authority when it comes to this word, right? So just go mm. for plumber. So plumber near me is a huge keyword. And so are you are you saying plumbing service, plumbing and drain service in your blog? And then if you're keyword stuffing, then Google knows that. They have algorithms that, oh, you're just stuffing it with all these keywords. You got to focus on one keyword per blog, one topic, one title, not fill it with plumbing, drain cleaning, you know, or, you know, best restaurant in Austin, Texas, barbecue sauce, winner. Like (laughs) that's just, I mean, think about it, right? It's just just, Google has algorithms that figure that out and they just ignore your content. It's got to look like a human wrote it. Right. You got to, you know, and and the cool thing about nowadays there's crowds there. I mean, there's all these crowd, um, you know, um, Authors out there where there's like 14,000 different um, writers that they'll just say, hey, we assigned you to write content for you, right? Crowdfunding content or mm-hmm. crowd content, right? There's all kinds of ways to get your cost down to write content, but at least a thousand words. Uh, you Frequency, you got to have at least five to 10 blogs per month to have any kind of dent locally, right? You got to mm-hmm. do video. Then with those blogs, there's a lot of stuff in that blog, like adding a photo, you know, try not to use stock photography. But if, if, if that's the last case scenario, I mean, worst case scenario than use stock photography. But if you get your clients to say, hey, just give me 30. If you got, if you're doing 10 blogs per month, tell your client, give me 10 photos per month. I don't care what okay. they are. Picture of a uh, drain cleaner, whatever. 10, just give me 10. That way you're using original content. You're mm-hmm. optimizing that blog. You're saying what that, that, that um, photo is, then you got video marketing. That's huge. 
from traffic and conversion, right? Video, video, video. I mean, you got to think it's free. YouTube is free. It's not costing you anything. And so whether you hire a company to do strategy on video marketing or not, you got to start shooting video. And then you optimize that. You put keywords in that. You put keywords in the description, right? The sub, uh, the um, subtitles are going to be keywords, right? Uh, so you got video marketing. You got social signals. It's obvious, right? Like Facebook, Instagram, you know, TikTok, if it's appropriate, and um, LinkedIn. You got all these platforms, and that helps you with backlinks, right? You have you have companies of authority, right? And then you have them linking to your site, and then you also have engagement, right? If it's not enough to just post anymore, like if you just post and no one engages, and Google's like, we'll give you some kind of credit to that, right? Yeah. But if you actually create engagement, then Google, oh, you must be the authority when it comes to plumbing or whatever, right? And so that's how that works. So you got reviews. I don't tell you how many clients that don't go after reviews at a localized market. You have to get reviews, right? And so I would say if you do optimized website, blogging on it, video marketing, um, you got social media platforms trying to get engagement and you got reviews, guarantee you'll see yourself on the front page of Google within the first year. I've seen it and I don't ever tell my clients this because they're like expecting it. I've seen it where you get on the front page of Google within four to six months, right? And so, but but they're, I mean, they're going after it, right? All Mm -hmm. that content because Google wants content. They want to give their customers looking for content and relevant content and good content. So if you're that provider, Google will show you. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, I love how you you integrated the content side into it because I think a lot of people just think, because I had clients like that, like, oh, I don't care about the website. I just need ads. And they're like, but where are they going? Like, what is that going to do? Like, oh, great. You got onto the website, but you have no offer. You have no content. You have no blogs. You have no authority. And then the whole point of doing the ads is just lost because who cares if you get them to the website? They're not going to do anything. So I think right. you you kind of integrating that component into it. And I love how you said that the over a thousand words, because one of the people I talked to at TNC was the head of content for Cox Business. and And he's like, we're actually shifting from short form content, you know, in terms of articles to every, every blog post I do is 2000 to 3,500 words. Like that's where they're at. And I was like, holy crap, that's, that's a lot of words. But you know, when you break it down, you say like five to 10 articles per month, like that's pretty doable. And with so many outsourced resources, it's super duper doable and nobody else is doing it. So it's a huge opportunity instead of just doing the ads, which here's, and here's why. Here's why they they want a thousand words or two thousand words even better. Like there's a client of ours that we're not going to post fifty blogs per month. Right? They're they're like killing it. They're doing well. So then we take that fifty instead of a thousand words each blog. We say, all right, we're going to do two thousand. So then hmm. it's twenty five blogs of two thousand words. Right? But here's why that's important. Um, Google back in the day, I've been in this space for since two thousand six, two thousand seven SEO stuff. Right? But what they would do is they would take 300 words. And that was a one-man show, writing my own blogs, keywords, right? That was back in the day. But what they would do, they had these article spinners. And so mm-hmm. they would take your 300 words, put it into these article spinners, and kick out all these blogs, and you were cheating the system. So Google got smart and says, all right, that's it. We're going to ignore you know, smaller you know, content. And we're going to say, you know what? If it's not at least 1,000 words, it's harder to cheat 1,000 words than three. So it's easier for them to detect what's actual humans typing it and then what's the algorithm or uh, AI doing it, right? And so, and now AI is getting so smart that they can even spin a thousand words, right? And so, so uh, that's the, the the thinking behind it. It's not just arbitrary. It's like, we'll just do a thousand words. No, it's because Google wants you to take the time. They know if you write a thousand word blog, 
you're taking the time to do research. There's, it's hard to fluff a thousand words, right? And so that's their their um, level of of, of um, a checklist saying, hey, if a thousand words, that means they took the time. It's not it's not crappy content, and then that's good. See what I'm saying? So 300 words, you can do that in five minutes, right? Where it just takes time. So Google wants good quality value um, content, and that's why you see more of that. Hey, Ryan Dice here. You know, it's been a while since I've run the day-to-day for Digital Marketer, the company that Roland and I are partners in. Fortunately, we have a great team and great partners who help us with all that nitty-gritty stuff now. But the one thing that we focused on while I was there and the one thing the team still focuses on to this day is optimizing everything. I'm talking testing everything from the sales copy to the color of the checkout button. Testing like this can have a huge impact on your bottom line, but the truth is it takes a lot of time and a lot of resources. And half the time, we were just throwing stuff against the wall just to kind of see what stuck. But the good news is you don't have to figure everything out on your own anymore. And that's because our friends at Conversion Fanatics have optimized hundreds of sites in all types of industries from small startups to Fortune 500s. And now they can handle all your testing and optimization for you too. So if you feel stuck when it comes to optimizing your website, go and visit conversionfanatics.com and they'll give you a list of custom suggestions to optimize your site 100% free. Once again, you can find them at conversionfanatics.com. Do you have a method for actually collecting kind of real content from the professionals? Because I know you know, plumbers have preferences when it probably comes to wrenches. So do you say like, hey, send us an outline and we'll fill in the blanks? Or do you actually suggest content they create it? Or what's the what's the process? We do it because a lot of my clients already know I've been there. Like obviously if it's a new niche, then you're going to have to get more information from the client. But because we do a lot of home service contracting, we know more than them what mm. content needs to be on the website that people actually might read, right? House hacks or tips and all that, right? And so we just create the content. We know what, what content needs to be. So, um, and, you know, we, we would say, well, well, you know, well, what do you want to do more? And most of our clients, um, you know, they want the big ticket items. I say, well, big ticket items will pay bills for sure. But, you know, you got to, you know, example, if you, if you need somebody to come in your house and do drain cleaning or a toilet, you know, a toilet is clogged, you're not going to go and Google and look for best toilet unclogger person, right? Or company. You're going to say plumber, find me a plumber, right? And so most times keywords have to be around plumber because most people, if they need a plumbing job, they're going to look for a plumber. If they're looking for the best Mexican restaurant, they're, they're not going to say the best carne asada or the best tacos, <laughs> right? Right. You know, though maybe, but no, they're going to say Mexican restaurant, right? And yeah. so you have to create content around what keywords. So really Google going to, you know, the AdWords tool and seeing people, what people are competing using SEM rush and all these you know, spy food and using all these other third parties to figure out what are people looking for. And you generate your content around what the search keyword is that gets the most. So you're not just writing content that no one cares about, right? Mm-hmm. If you wanted to rank for, um, for number one, for a keyword, I'll tell you what keyword you'll run number one, just, just write about the blue elephant with pink ears, uh, board shorts, lives in Hawaii, and lives on Sandy Beach, right? There's probably not one article in the whole World Wide Web, right, that has that long keyword. But if you write mm-hmm. it today, I guarantee you, Google's like, 
what the heck? This user just <laughs> a whole new keyword here. What out there has that keyword? Oh, here's here's the keyword. Here's a blog the about that. <laughs> one person, right? So you have to obviously write about content that people care about. So you have to do research and then you write content on that. That's awesome. So how do you compete with SEO professionals that go out and say like, oh no, I know how to do it. And then, because I've, I've had companies that I, I actually built a brand for and then they hire an SEO person. That SEO person charges 10 times as much as I charge to create way more stuff, but they say they're doing SEO and it's going to lead to all these results, but it's going to take six to 12 months. So they, people actually sign like a 12 month contract that's maybe $5,000 a month, not understanding SEO at all. And, right. and there's the brands that just take advantage of that and then charge way too much. Like, how do right. you compete against that? I, I would be leery of any SEO company that does not use blogging, right, as their main focus of um, getting you ranked. Um, backlinks is important. Don't get me wrong. I like backlinks. And, you, and, and in the past, you could rank for just kick butt backlinks where you're on authority websites and they're backlinking to you, right? Uh, but the thing about backlinks, you know, Google's getting smarter with that because there's call these, you know, these link banks where they mm. create these websites that has authority and it's just it's just a back backlink. Um, and then you pay 300 bucks to get on there. And you know, and so it's like Google's getting smarter with that. And so I it's competition for me, it's easy because there's not a lot of people in my space that do a good job. And I'm not being arrogant, you know, I've been in this space for a very long time. It's just they say, oh, well, my SEO guy says this and that. All right, well, let me look at your website. And I literally look at their website. I see that they're not blogging. And when they do blog, they're not localizing the blog, right? They're mm. not creating um, like a city or, you know, best, you know, or plumbing service in Austin, Texas, right? It's just, you know, it's just blogs that just don't really help you with localizing. How you localize those blogs is putting a city in the header, putting the city in the body. That's how you localize. You don't have to be spammy. But just there's there's a science. I say one percent. This is my my rule of thumb. One percent of the blog word count. Should, that's how many times you should mention your keyword, mm-hmm. right? If you do it more than one percent, then you're you're kind of you're you're stuff you're stuffing, right? Yeah. So a thousand words, ten times. Just mention it ten times in the blog, right? Two thousand, twenty times you can mention, right? If you do 30, 40 times, and then it's robotic, and then you you just start to right. But I don't find competition because I see people not doing blogs. They're not doing video marketing. They're not mm. really doing social media, right? And and so when I people come to me and say, "Well, this guy says, you know, they're I'm spending three thousand dollars a month," and so I go on their website. I say, "What are they doing?" Ask them, "What are you <laughs> doing for three thousand dollars a month?" Oh, we're writing two blogs a month. I was like, "You're that's too expensive." No, yeah, yeah, fifteen hundred dollars so, an article. That better be a ten thousand word article, right? <laughs> it may be a book. Industry. <laughs> I better have a book by the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so what do you say to people who don't believe in SEO or maybe they, they've, they've done it. They hired somebody for a stupid amount and it did nothing for their business. So they have that argument against them. Um, I like how you showed value up front by actually going to their website and say, okay, here's what you did wrong. It's not localized and and whatnot, but do you have, uh, have you come up with some lines that sell people on SEO again, especially the ones that have been burnt before? Yeah. I I literally just say, okay, so you're down with SEO. So you're telling me you're wanting to take you wanted to put your advertising dollars to 5% of traffic. That's what PPC is, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then Google local service ads. That's another thing that Google, it's funny. And Google said, you know what? Let's do PPC, pay-per-click, and let's do Google local service ads. And we're competing with each other, right? Because um, they realized PPC was tanking. No one's using pay. We're freaking out. We needed Angie's List kind of thing. So then they created Google local service ads, which then it's competing against their own product. 
right? And so it's the same crap, but it's just now it's guaranteed. We're Too guaranteed, <laughs> right? Right. And so the people that say, hey, I'm done with SEO, I just said, you know what? That's fine. But if you're going to put all your eggs in the basket of this 5% of call volume, then how are you going to grow? And then, mm-hmm. and then what if it, what if Google does another change where, you know, which exactly what happened? PPC was, was awesome. They didn't have Google local search ads. And then Google brought Google local search ads and it, it hurt a lot of businesses. Mm-hmm. But we know one thing that Google will not get rid of is their engine. It's their SEO. It's the, mm-hmm. it's the organic. They're not going to get rid of it. That's the whole reason why people use their product because they want to search the World Wide Web and they preserve results. So I just told the person, I was like, hey, you're probably not, you know, that's fine if you want to try SEO. Oh, and I get it. That I have a black eye. I've been in a fight even though it's not my fault. But, you know, I I always convert them because I'm, I'm not trying to sell fluff. I show them. I literally share my screen. My, my staff shows them. This is what why you didn't rank. And then I show them reports of here's my clients that do rank. And here's where they started. My, my reports show here's where they started and here's where they are, right? And and so, and usually with them seeing it, they're informed. You're, you're getting you're getting over the objection because you're educating them. Most SEO companies, hey, give me all this money. It goes into this black box and you have no idea what's going to do, right? Where I said, no, this is what we're going to do. And, and they're just like, I have a client right now. Literally, we closed yesterday, signed the contract. And she was like so mad. She said, this call, this meeting, the Zoom meeting, it just pisses me off. I'm just so frustrated, right? But I'm, but I'm glad. Like this other guy says, it's gonna take time. And you're telling me for a whole year, I spent all this money and it did nothing for me. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> right. And so me educating them, they feel pow- empowered. And so when mm-hmm. you empower your customers, when you empower your prospect of to make the best decision moving forward, they feel valued, right? Could you give them the free information if they use you or not? And so for me. I don't really get, I have to get over objections because I'm, I'm empowering them to make the right decision. Well, and you're doing it with honesty in mind because I think it's easy for SEO people to complicate the whole thing and be like, oh no, I have a system of analysis and here's how we go through all the words and blah, blah, blah. And, and I realized SEO, like what was happening back in like 2014 where I'm like, eh, just do the basics, do the basics, be consistent and you're going to get results. And don't worry about all the tricks and all the the backlink hacks and and all this other crap that could just be nullified by Google tomorrow because they right. can change their algorithm. They're never gonna, but like you said, they're never gonna change search. Search is always gonna be there, and the basics are always gonna be there. And so I right. think that's that's the point. And then your approach with honesty, showing evidence of results and and what's gonna happen, and education is is an excellent approach. So, right. Way and, to go. And, and, and the basics, you're 100% right. And so when um, Matt Cuts, I don't know if you remember him back in the day, yeah. he used to do podcasts and like questions for Google back in the day, 2007, 2008, and just answer oh, wow. questions about which Google doesn't do that anymore. But one thing that I keep doing all every single every single year, and, and every ag- Google always does algorithm changes. Like you said, they do algorithm changes and, and they'll either hurt you, kick you in the balls, or it's going to help you, Right. And one thing that I've been doing from the get-go, I have clients who's been on the front page of Google since 2012, like mm-hmm. has not dropped in the three-pack. And, and the basics are relevant content. Relevant is the key, not just arbitrary content, relevant content, mm-hmm. uh, fresh content. So, so the, the frequency of when you post a content, right? And a lot of content. Mm-hmm. So frequency, a lot, and relevant. 
if you mm-hmm. stick with that on the, and I'm not saying just on your website, I'm talking about content on the, on the World Wide web. Like you have all these spider web attachments to social media, LinkedIn, Pinterest, you know, Instagram, you know, reviews on Google, Yelp, you know, directory citation. You have all this content about whatever keyword you're going to rank. And, and mm-hmm. we've been doing that since, since I started back in 2006, 2007. And oh, year after year, no matter what algorithm change, we keep ranking. Right. Mm-hmm. And so and you said when you start doing this black hat, gray area, like trying to cheat the system with the, all these city pages and, and all you do is change the city, but all the content's the same. And you have 150 pages. Google will ignore that. That's that's copycat mm-hmm. content. Google will ignore that. Don't cheat the system. And, and lastly, I would say is when you have that content, you have to practice human behavior. If mm-hmm. you're thinking in your head, if this looks very robotic, then Google is going to find out. If you can mimic human behavior, understand using processes to try to speed up some some you know some things on, on the back end, but make sure you practice human behavior. That's what Google wants. If you practice human behavior while you're trying to create all that content, then I think you win. Love that. Yeah, be a human. You know, that's it's, <laughs> it sounds easy. You know what it is? It's almost like it's so obvious and it is technically so easy that people are like, nope, can't work. I need uber mega system over here to get started and once i have right. that or once i have this magic bullet then i'll be good at seo or then i'll start ranking on seo and, and it's not it's it's just what you said which is relevancy uh consistency and volume and you are you're gonna beat everybody nobody does that so no, you're right and yeah. well you do it you, you tell people about that <laughs> and you're good to go yeah yeah well, I think that's, uh, you know, excellent points. Uh, where can people find out more about uh, your company, your methods, and your content? Yeah, just go to redpalm.us, um, uh, redpalm.united states, US, and just, you know, you can reach out to me there. I got some videos on there. Um, I haven't, um, I, I really want to start doing like a channel for just Red Palm, like just helping people, um, businesses know how to look out for you, you brought up a good point. How do you pick the right SEO company? How do you know the right marketing company? So um, not yet, but um, here, I, I think in the next month or two, I'm, I want to start putting more video on my cha- on my Red Palm channel to in- encourage people and to educate them to make the right decision. Because what's, what, what is happening is it's hurting people who are doing the right thing, like you doing what you guys are doing, what we're doing. It just, it's just mudding in the water. And I want to bring as clarity as I um, so, so as much clarity as I can in the space of SEO, in the space of marketing. And so if I can offer out free information, whether they use me or not, then it's going to benefit everybody, right? Because then it'll weed out all the bad SEO practitioners, all the bad marketing guys, right? And it'll bring in opportunities where there's other good SEO guys out there. There's other good people out there that should be picked, but because SEO has a black eye, you know, everyone's like, eh, I don't want to trust it. I just put all money in PPC and spend 15 grand a month. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and then my cost per acquisition is 300 versus SEO. It's going to be like $20. Right. And yeah. so, you know, you know, so it's important, right. And, and, and uh, so, so I can go on and on about SEO and why <laughs> it's so important um, and localized SEO. Um, but yeah, so that's how they can find me, and hopefully, I can create more content to help people. Well, I love it. Well, I, I love that you're you're creating content too, because I think now is the first time. Because I've been in content for 20 years, and so now is the first time, probably ever, that I've seen where being a human is an advantage. 
you know, not being a machine, right. not automating everything, not outsourcing everything, but actually just getting into the, the like, what do people want to see? And I'll just tell them about those things. So I think you, you're in an excellent position. I think what you do for other, other small businesses is fantastic. And uh, I'm happy you're on the show to promote it. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Look forward to another time talking about other topics. <laughs> Definitely. More more content. I think that's the next subject. We'll do uh, content topic generation. That's always a popular one. Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to hit that follow button so you get notified when all of our new episodes release. And please be sure to share with your friend who is clueless about digital marketing. And don't forget to visit digitalmarketing.com where you can access all of our courses, certifications, and training programs. Thanks again, everyone. And we'll see you next time. This is Digital Marketing. Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up, because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.